ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Thursday, June 11th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Light phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Light, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Coming up this hour... Huntington High wrestling coach Rob Archer joins us to talk about the tournament and the state of West Virginia for all the marbles returning to Huntington. Once again, Huntington being the destination for the wrestling tournament since I can't remember when it wasn't. So we'll talk to Rob about that. Also, as I mentioned, get your phone calls in. Looking forward to that. Also, on social media, you can find me two places on Twitter, at Paul Swan, and on Facebook. We've got a page for you. We're updating it constantly. It's The Drive with Paul Swan on Facebook. Find that, like it, and then you can get podcasts when they're posted, and you'll find out who's going to be on the show ahead of time. And you never know what else we're going to come up with. It's all on Facebook. And, of course, you can follow me personally on Twitter. As I mentioned, at Paul Swan, that's uh, two of the best places to get a hold of me. So Rob's coming up here in the next few minutes. Looking forward to that. Uh, we got a couple of things to get into today. I'm not going to touch too much on what NASCAR did yesterday. I thought we touched on that enough yesterday. I know there's been some backlash to that, and I've been following that. It's a, it's a, so, it's a really touchy subject. For a lot of people, still. And so NASCAR moving forward with uh, making some changes to how things are handled at the track, including what is going to be allowed on premises. And that's angered a lot of fans who feel that NASCAR is taking away something from them. And I don't know what the concept in your mind is if you don't understand that a private organization can require you to come into a, a business with a shirt. If they require you to come into the business with shirt, you, you have to wear a shirt. If you have to come in with shoes, you have to wear shoes or they can refuse you service. So if they say uh, you can't come in with certain things, you sort of have to obey what they say. And it's not taking your rights away. It's just the business deciding this is what we are going to allow during our events, during our what we are running here, tracks, if they want to host a NASCAR event, they're going to have to be on board with these rules. So uh, I know this is going to be something that's going to be in a conversation for a long time to come. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it, but I want to keep it a little closer to home with Rob when we come back here in the next few minutes with him. So we'll talk to Rob about what's happening with the tournament and why Huntington has been so successful. So I'm looking forward to that. Some other stuff, really it's a light day, but some other stuff I really want to get into. First of all, the basketball tournament is going to be held in Columbus. It's going to be at Nationwide Arena, home of the Columbus Blue Jackets. The event's going to take place from July 4th to 14th. It's going to be on ESPN. So we'll definitely follow up with the Marshall alumni team. John Elmore, Odd Elmore, heard that. We'll talk to those guys later on, hopefully, before the tournament begins. Get a feel for what's going on, what they're going to have to do. If I'm reading this correctly, they're going to have to quarantine, and then they're going to get to the tournament 
they're going to test. And if someone on the team fails the test, the team's out, if I understand that correctly. Not you're out, the team is out. And then they're going to limit how many people are going to be in the arena, in the gymnasium, in proximity to each other. And here's the other thing. You're taking your bags with you. It's sort of like Survivor, where you pack all your gear, you go to Tribal Council. Well, with the basketball tournament, you pack all your gear, you're ready to go, because if you lose, you're out. They're kicking you out. You're out the door. You're by. You're done. Thanks for playing. Now, the prize is going to be a million this year instead of two million, of course, not having fans and not having everything that goes along with that kind of limiting the purse a little bit, but still, these teams, a million dollars, they'll play for a million dollars. i play for a million dollars right now. I would put together a team. I, I don't think we would be very successful, but I would put together a team for a million dollars. So a million dollars isn't anything uh, really to sneeze at. And then the National Hockey League, moving closer to getting the season going or resumption of the season with the 2014 playoff. The NHL and the Players Association announcing today that team training camps are going to open on Friday, July 10th, for the 24 teams involved in the league's return-to-play format. The date has to be contingent on medical and safety conditions because, believe it or not, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Some states are doing better. West Virginia doing better than most of the nation. Other states, they're holding steady. Still more states having rises, having peaks. More people are getting uh, tested. More positive results are coming back. So we're still all over the place where it comes to this. So the NHL putting this on this, saying, look, we're going to come back, but we got to make sure it's good to come back. Still don't know what the length of the training camp is going to be. The official starting date for the next phase, the restart. I'm hoping we can get this thing going sometime July, late July, if we're going to do this. Maybe August. I don't know if they want to have it in August. I mean, I'm going to have hockey on my birthday. That's cool. My birthday's in August, and I'm going to have hockey, possibly a hockey game on my birthday. How cool is that going to be? Of course, uh, we all can't hang out together and watch it on my birthday because we're going to be social distancing, or at least we hope to be social distancing. Unfortunately, some have not been social distancing very well, and some have doing a better job. But at my house, if you're going to, you're all going to have to wear a mask at my house. We're going to watch this thing. We're going to watch it, and we're going to social distance. Uh, better yet. Everybody, you can Zoom in. We have a Zoom conference call. Everybody can Zoom in, and we'll all watch the game together on Zoom. How's that? That That's how we're going to do that. Since Zoom is the way to go, I've yet to, I've yet to be on a Zoom conference call or anything. I've yet to do it. I've had a need to. I've yet to do it. I'm not doing Zoom call. I'm, no, I'm not doing them. Thankfully, I haven't had to have any meetings I'm not doing a Zoom conference call. Unless I unless Doc Holliday's on the other end of the Zoom conference call, I'm not doing a Zoom conference call. By the way, I don't know where we stand with that. We were supposed to be the media outlet that was really going to propose that to Marshall. Let's see if we can get a Doc Holliday Zoom press conference. Uh, I think I understand. We haven't made that proposal just yet. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll 
we'll see. We'll take the temperature of the room here in a few weeks. We'll see how that progresses. All right, um, we're going to have some fun today. But coming up next on the program, the wrestling coach himself, the boss of all things, Rob Archer, joins us when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are efforting the head coach of the wrestling team at Huntington High School, Rob Archer. We're efforting him. He's on the clock now. So I've started the clock. We're going to try to get him on the program. We've got... 40 minutes until we go off the air, so we'll see if we're successful in getting through to him. Until then, you've got me here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So, I mentioned I wasn't going to go too deep into what was happening with NASCAR, as we talked about that yesterday, but I did find this funny, and I'm sorry. This is this was crazy. So the announcement came yesterday. NASCAR not allowing the Confederate flag to be flown, displayed at NASCAR events. Not going to happen. And so NASCAR driver Ray Cicerelli, if I understand how, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, you know, I don't even care if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He doesn't deserve that. He announced on his Facebook page yesterday that He intends on leaving the sport at the end of the season. His biggest issue appears to be a, um, he doesn't like the way things are heading, the direction of things. So I had to Google this guy. Like, who is this? Who who is this guy? Um, I'm not going to read his full post, but um, he's a part-time competitor. He's in the truck series. He drives the number 49 truck. And he's had 18 races over the span of three years. He has one top 10 finish with no wins and no, no, no polls. You know what? Uh, Since we're actually trying to get hold of uh, Coach Archer, I'll read this. Here's what he said. Well, it's been a fun ride and dream come true. But if this is the direction NASCAR is headed, we will not participate after the 2020 season is over. I don't believe in kneeling during anthem nor taking people's rights to fly whatever flag they love. I could care less about the Confederate flag, but there are people that do, and it doesn't make them a racist. All you are doing is one group to cater to another, and I ain't spending the money so are to participate, I'm reading this verbatim, in any political BS. So everything is for sale. So, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to buy this team. I'd like to get some money. If I could get someone to maybe help underwrite this, I want to buy. If he's selling, he's selling. I want the team. I want to buy the team. Now, I know we're not going to be able to raise the money for this. But if, if we could, I would own this team. I would own this team. If this means I get to own be a, I get to be an owner in the truck series, who wants to buy who wants to buy a team with me? He's selling, doesn't like the way things are going. And apparently because of um his success on the track, we can get this thing dirt cheap. 
I mean, absolutely dirt cheap. Part-time competitor. Of all people, this guy who has no... I mean, he's got a bigger platform today because of this statement than he did yesterday. And and I don't think anyone's going to miss him. It'd be one thing if like a superstar of NASCAR came out against this and you go, whoa, 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 that, that, whoa, that's a big deal. Not th- this guy. Um, again, Facebook, it was, it was like one of those rants. Auto was not working for him here. L- let, me, let me spell this out to you. Make it real simple for you. You can wave your flag wherever you can. But if it's prohibited on someone's premises or property, or if your employer doesn't allow you to wave the flag, then you can't wave the flag. My employer is not going to let me roll in here and start wearing Confederate flag gear. I'm not going to be, I can't do that. Not that I want to, but I'm not going to do that. I mean, I can't sit here and decorate the radio station with with the Confederate flag, the battle flag. I can't do that. Now, if I'm walking down the street, I got my Confederate flag gear on, on my time, you know, maybe that's different. Maybe that's different. I, I can do that. As long as I'm not bothering anybody, I'm just wearing it. I'm just wearing it, right? I'm not out doing things that are illegal. I'm just, I'm just expressing myself here. Maybe I can get away with it. That's fine. You know, I've got a, a different situation here. I got a a, a a trickier situation here. But yeah, he can fly it all he wants. Privacy is on home. He wants you want to have like a man cave with you with your Confederate battle flags and. All that stuff, yeah, go right ahead. But your employer just said, look, this is this is what we are doing here. You can either be with us or you can go find employment elsewhere. Simple. It, it's real simple. I mean, nobody's taking your right away, but at the same time, your, your place of work doesn't necessarily have to uh, allow you to display it. If it's, it's private business, private property here. I mean, there are policies on board. You have options. You either adhere to the policy or you don't, and you don't work there. I mean, it's tough. I mean, sure. I mean, I've got opinions. You've got opinions. We all have opinions. We all have ways. But if the company says, this is how we're branding ourselves, this is how we're marketing ourselves, and we are eliminating uh, this aspect that has been associated with our sport because we feel that I mean there and you could go several ways here and this doesn't even scratch the surface but we want to be more of a uh, an open sport to more people we want to be more uh, fan friendly we don't want people to come to our our sport and have that symbol waved around and sort of you know marginalize you oppress you try to instill fear upon you. We don't want that. That's how we're going to handle our business. And so you got two choices. You get get on board with it or you're you find I don't know, you you can start you can start racing on Xbox. That that's your choice. 
completely. It's simple. No other way around this here. And you know what? I'm not taking your right away from you. You want to be this way? That's fine. Completely. You got the choice. I'm not I'm not advocating you change the way you feel. I'm not saying you don't do it. You know what? Don't don't change the way you feel. Be that way. If if because if you could care less about the Confederate flag, what are you worried about then? What are you worried about? I'm not worried about it. Because it's the flag of, and it's not erasing history either, by the way. It's, you can still find it in history. You can find it in history books. You can find it in history courses. You can find it in docudramas. You can find it in documentaries. You can find it in movies. It's there. You can find it all over the place. Uh, you go to a Civil War reenactment. They'll be, they'll be waving the flag. By the way, if you're in a Civil War reenactment, is it going to be get to the point where you go, oh, man, do I have to be the Confederates again? Is, is we're going to get to that point where people are like, oh, i gotta be, I got to be a Confederate again. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we don't have enough Confederates. We, we have we got 10,000 Union, and we got like five of you guys. You know, some, of you, some of you are going to have to be Confederates. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to get to that point. I, don't hope, I hope you understand. This, this is bigger than you just wanting to wave your, your, your flag, thinking that, you know, it's some, some heritage freedom of speech thing. It's, yeah, yeah, you can say what you want, but there are consequences to what you say. This is something that we learn in this craft, in this trade. I can say what I want, but after I say what I want, there could be some consequences to what I say. For example, if I use some language that I shouldn't use, I can say it the first time. Sure, I can say it. I might not get to say it again because I might not be here. Or um, you know, I could have an opinion, and that's fine, completely fine. I can have an opinion, a complete opinion on something. I might not like something that someone's doing. That's fine. Um, now, if I get to the point where I'm saying something that is uh, libel, if I'm saying something that is hate-filled or um, insensitive, racist, um, degrading, um, marginalizing someone, you know, there are so many, so many things that I could get myself into trouble with here, and that's fine. I understand the rules and regulations here, and I don't think people understand that. You, you can have your opinion. You know what? Uh, you can fly whatever flag you want, but you don't have uh, you don't have the right to do it here. And if that upsets you, then you can go fly it elsewhere. You want to go fly it in your backyard? That's fine. I mean, I can't say what your neighbors are going to do, and you know, hopefully they'll just leave you alone to fly your little flag there. But this is um, this is what NASCAR is doing. NASCAR is taking the step to say, look, we don't want to be associated with this. This is not what we want our sport to be. We want to be uh, inclusive. We want to be open. We want to be inviting to everyone. And we want to distance ourselves from this because this is not where we want to be. And we want to be empathetic to people who do not view this flag as some sort of romantic heritage from a bygone era. All right, we're going to still see if we can get Rob Archer on the program, so uh, we'll be working on him 
and uh, we'll get your phone calls in later on as well. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM, AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are, of course, still trying to get on the head coach of the Huntington High wrestling team, Rob Archer. Uh, the only reason I mention that is because we did promote it. So um, uh, we're trying to uh, get the head coach on. Until then, uh, we are going to fall upon uh, the backup material for the program as uh, this was not – uh, the direction I thought we were going today. Um, so, thankfully, I did do some stuff ahead of time just in case we'd have this problem. And here's one story that I really wanted to touch on. Uh, University of Texas. Um, they're going to allow in the state at least 50% stadium capacity this fall. And Texas officials believe they can squeeze all football season ticket holders into the stadium. Um, they admit that the plans are changing every day and it's so fluid, but the school has modeled what the stadium would look like on game day in various ways. And they say their social modeling, if they were to stay with a true six foot radius, they're only somewhere between 30 and 35% capacity in that case. I would think you would want to stay within a true six foot radius, but I'm sure they're going to find ways around that. Um, they, however, are still going to basically say, look, we've, we've got some time here. We've got a few weeks. We've got a few months before this is actually uh, going to be on um, our radar as far as what are we actually going to do. Um, and you're still seeing, of course, stories come out that games are being canceled. It's lower level. For example, Texas A&M, Kingsville, and Colorado State – they canceled their game on September 5th, and I haven't seen major games truly be canceled just yet in large quantity. But you're going to see some schedule readjustments soon, I'm sure, because uh, we're in June right now. We don't know what July is going to look like. We don't know what August is going to look like as well. I, I guarantee you, if there's a way for it to be played, you're going to see Marshall play the first game of the regular season. It's going to happen. I just don't imagine right now the way things are going, that there's going to be a delay. I think the way it's going to be watched and consumed is going to be the question at this point. You know, I'm not even going to even say you're going to see maybe anything above 50% fan capacity. 50%. Nowhere above that. I mean, you're going to see maybe, what, 40%, 50%? What that going to look like I think it's going to be a season tickets for the most part is going to be your ticket to get in I don't think you're going to get game day seats I don't think you're going to have that and what are you going to see as far as visiting fans and again that's the that's the question will visiting fans be allowed to come in will you have a block of tickets that are sold to visiting fans and will it be a small block? Okay, here, here's a block of tickets for your dedicated fans who are spending money with you to come to the game. If you want these tickets, here, here's the only way that the visiting fans get in, and you have a block of tickets just for them. Is that going to be the situation? Of course, you're going to see a lot of spreading out. 
Will that mean if you're going to social distance, if season ticket holders that don't have chair back seats, uh, they're going to have to spread out a little bit more. So season ticket holders with chair backs are going to have to spread out a little bit more. I, I don't know what these uh, models look like. These plans are going to look like. And to be honest, I'm totally speculating. I have no basis here to speculate other than I'm just imagining. And until we get to that point where, all right, it's time to reveal what the plan is as you're closer to game day, not right now, you're probably going to see what that plan looks like. But if you're going to have maybe half capacity, you're going to have to spread out a little bit, right? Half capacity, you're going to spread out, and some people might not get a chair back. Is that a possibility? Because if you're social distancing, you're not social distancing very well if you're sitting right next to somebody in the chairbacks. And again, I'm kind of curious what the policy is going to be. Will you be required to wear a mask, even though it's going to be an outdoor event? Will you be required to wear a mask in the stadium at all times? I know food vendors will probably be required to wear a mask. I'm sure staff members will be required to wear masks. Ticket takers, mask security, masks, everybody Coming into the press box, if the press box is going to be a half capacity, a limited capacity, masks, everybody, or I don't know what the alternative is. That's where we're at right now. I just don't know what the alternative is going to be when it comes to what this is going to look like here in the next few weeks because that's the thing. It's an unknown right now. We just don't know what is going on with the – Landscape, and we won't know until we get closer to actual games being played. And of course, television is going to be a big deal in this as well, because if you're not going to have fans in the stands, you're going to have limited capacity for st- fans in the stands. Uh, television, and if I'm television right now, I'm I'm going to be really taking advantage of the best matchups I possibly can. What's going to bring me the very best? I'm going to pick the very best games. If I don't have access to all the games but I get to pick first. I'm picking the best. And then the other games, we're going to get to a point where, okay, it's going to be ESPN plus for a lot of these games because we might not have a spot for some of these broadcasts. And of course, that is always going to be a possibility. ESPN plus stadium, NFL network, all these games are going to be chosen. We're going to find out real soon what these schedules are going to look like. All right, we're going to come back and carry on with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here today until 6 o'clock. For those of you listening live on the podcast, of course, you can... Download us anytime. Listen to us at 3 a.m. if you want to. It is The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm going to say here in the next few minutes, uh, we are still efforting. Uh, Rob Archer, the head coach of the Huntington High wrestling team. Of course, Huntington will be alongside of City of Huntington. And, of course, the wrestling team will be part of this. Uh, once again, Huntington is going to be the host city for the state wrestling tournament, and we were hoping to have Rob on the program today talk a little bit more about that. Unfortunately, that is looking like it's not going to be a reality, so we will, of course, carry on, and we'll try to get him on here in the next couple of minutes and see if we can catch up with him. 
Of course, if not, we'll try to get him on for another day. Until then, you can be a part of the program as well. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite holds true great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. You know, as we're getting closer to actually seeing some store, some really some sports restart, um, we know the basketball tournament is going to take place. It's going to be in Columbus this year. And it's going to be one city. And this might, depending on how successful this could be, this might be the model for the next couple of years. I know the host cities are really a cool idea. And Charleston was all set to be a host city for this event. And now that's uh, taken away. And then you're not really going to have the fan interaction. So you're going to have one tournament location for this. And, of course, ESPN, it's going to be great for ESPN because it's going to be content and programming. Uh, right now, ESPN, for the most part, they've been doing a pretty good job with the 30 for 30s. Those have been fine. And things that have been happening in the news, ESPN right now, I'm sure uh, they are all over events currently taking place, such as NASCAR, you know, banning the, the Confederate flag. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I've got my fill of classic games. I've got my fill of um, soccer, European soccer. I'm not – I mean, maybe Premier League, I don't know. Maybe I'll look at Premier League a little bit. I'm not sure that that's going to really take care of that sports itch that I have right now for something. So when we get to the NBA and the NHL, I'm, maybe we can get baseball to finally get going. Wouldn't that be a disappointment? NHL finds a way to come back. NBA finds a way to come back, and Major League Baseball can't figure it out. Absolutely can't figure it out. And I understand I want to be paid too, but at the end of the day, make it happen. You, How do you endear yourself to your fans if you don't come back? If there's an opportunity for you to come back and you can't figure out how to do that, how do you endear yourself to your fans? The NHL, sure, not everybody gets to come back. Not all the teams get to come back, but there's going to be a playoff. We're going to have a playoff. I'm going to have hockey in August. I'm excited about that. I'm going to have hockey in August. I mean, maybe we should have hockey in August every year. Maybe we should have like a a 2014 tournament just in August. That would be fun. I mean, that's going to be amazing. I'm going to love that. And you know what? I'm going to be having some time. I'm going to be enjoying basketball too. And I don't know. Maybe we can have it consecutively or same days. Maybe it'll be night. One night you have basketball, the next night you have hockey. I don't know how we're going to get all these games in, but yeah, here pretty soon I'm going to just be sitting back and enjoying watching all these things. And I'm hoping well, we get some daytime basketball, some daytime hockey. I mean, I come into work here. I'm just going to kick the TV. I'm going to work from the studio since we actually have a TV here in the studio. I'm just going to work in here, uh, do my work, watch the hockey all across the, the TV screens. That we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be fun, and then we're gonna come back on the show and we're gonna talk about it, or, you know, if we've got NBA, maybe we're gonna carry something. I, I don't know. I'm just excited for that possibility. That, okay, it's been tough. We we haven't had this for a while, but now we're getting it back, and it's sort of like, all right, I, I mean, I'm excited again. I actually I have something to look forward to, I, you know, hockey in July. NBA in July, the basketball tournament, which is taking place. Uh, Then we're going to start seeing maybe uh, HBO's Hard Knocks, which they're planning that, by the way. They haven't filmed it yet because there's nothing to film, but uh, 
hard knocks in COVID-19. We're going we're gonna to get behind the scenes of some organization as they prepare for an NFL season during COVID-19 safety precautions. So I am looking forward to that. And that's going to, of course, justify that HBO subscription that I pay way too much for. Way too much for. The most expensive movie package that I pay for, HBO. I pay probably more for HBO than I do for Netflix. I mean, it's it's pretty expensive. But I do get to see Hard Knocks. Right? That's that's the worth the price of admission right there. Um, so here's something. You've heard that some broadcasts are going to be using filler sound, artificial crowd noise. Well, throw in La Liga. They're going to have virtual fans filling the stands, according to Awful Announcing, uh, for their restarted season. They're going to work with EA Sports to add virtual fans, not just artificial crowd noise. So some leagues are going to, hey, pipe in some artificial crowd noise. No, not not La Liga. They're going to have virtual fans. Why are we doing that? We get it. We understand. I I completely understand. I, I don't want to see a soccer match and look up and just see virtual fans. I don't I don't I don't want to see I want to see I don't want to see the video game fan guy. I don't want to see that guy. You know the the same fan that's duplicated 45 different times and then rinse and repeat. I don't want to see that. And they all have that same robotic movement. I don't want to see that. I'm okay with an empty stadium. Why are we doing this? It's okay. It's not it's not taken away from my enjoyment of the event. It's not. Completely don't want that. And if the NFL does that, I don't know. We need to know. We need to encourage them not to do that. NHL, I don't want to see that either as well. I don't want to see an NHL 20 crowd superimposed over the ice rink. I, I don't want to see that. I want to it's fine. You don't necessarily need to pipe in. I mean, if you want to do for the broadcast, make it sound a little bit more interesting, that's fine. You can do that. I, I get it. But it, now we're just taking it to another level where we're piping in and we're superimposing the fans. No, we're not going to do that. I hope not. But guess what? I mean, EA Sports... 2K, they're making some they're making some money right now because people want their technology. So, really, it's going to be like a CG crowd. It's going to be like if you play FIFA, you play FIFA, you're going to see the FIFA crowd. The video game crowd is going to be. I don't, I don't think it's fascinating at all. I don't think it's revolutionary. I don't want to see that because I understand. I know, I know what we're looking at here. We're looking at a a soccer match or a hockey match, basketball game, we're looking at that with the situation at hand. I mean, sure, but this could be this could be better than maybe what Korean baseball teams are doing, putting Pokemon plushies in the stands. That's a real thing, by the way. That's a real thing. 
I mean, that's, it's hilarious, though. I will say this. I, actually, you know what? I would rather see... I would rather see if you're going to have artificial crowd and say hockey, maybe you could have like all the NHL mascots sitting in the stands. I mean, maybe you could have all the Muppets. If you, you want to get creative here, I mean, I, don't go with the cardboard cutouts of people. I, I, I'm not, but if you want to get creative here, sure. I don't know. Maybe you could have just like a cutout of the same guy. In every stand. Maybe you could have Gary Bettman just sitting in every seat in the NHL arena. Whichever city they you put Gary Bettman, he's just gonna he's gonna pose differently and they're gonna have cutouts of just him in the seats for every game. No, we don't want this. Just give me sports. Let's not make it complicated here. I think we can we can agree that yes, fans make it more exciting, make it more energetic, make it more uh, fun, but Really, I think we're going to find out that this is going to be just okay. This is going to be fine. Once those guys get playing, once they get on the court and play, once they get on the ice and play, it's going to be fine. We're going to have we're going to have enough brain power to disassociate ourselves from not having the fans. And you know what? If you want to have fan, if you want to pipe in the sound, that's fine. That's going to do it for this edition. Uh, we apologize. We promised you Rob Archer. Uh, we will try to get him back on the program real soon. So we apologize for uh, telling you that Rob is going to be on the program today and not coming through with that. For our producer, Spencer Dupuis, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 7BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.